Howdy and welcome to the 10-week Bible study. This is week 9, day 2 of our study of 2 Corinthians. I'm your host, Aaron Hibbs, and today we're talking about 2 Corinthians 11, 12-15. Welcome back to the 10-week Bible study. Again, I'm your host, Aaron Hibbs. Would you join me as we pray before we start today? Lord, would you open our eyes and our ears to hear what your word has to say to us, God. Speak to us and fill our hearts with the knowledge of you today. We want to encounter you through your word We want to know you, Jesus. In your name we pray. Amen. With that, let's show me to God's word. I'll be reading today from the NIV. This is 2 Corinthians 11, starting in verse 12. And I will keep on doing what I am doing in order to cut the ground from under those who want an opportunity to be considered equal with us in the things that they boast about. Now, that sounds really arrogant. But what Paul spent yesterday kind of talking about is, you know, he's kind of mocking these people that are considering themselves the super apostles. Now, maybe they called themselves that. Maybe Paul is just mockingly calling them that because they've come and they've said, well, we're the true apostles or something like that. It's not clear exactly what Paul is referring to specifically, but he's definitely talking about some teachers who have come through Corinth and are trying to rob the the hearts and minds of, of these people away from Paul again not because they really care that the that they're jealous of Paul but it's because they want they want their money they want their attention they want something from these people Paul's not coming to try and get anything from them he's coming to try to give the gospel and see the gospel spread these people want to extract something out out of the Corinthians and that's the real rub here And so Paul is about to get very specific about these people. Verse 13, for such people are false apostles, deceitful workers, masquerading as apostles of Christ. And no wonder for Satan himself masquerades as an angel of light. So, so here again, Paul is, is not mincing words. He's saying, these people that you've considered apostles or even the super apostles, that they're more apostolic than me or anyone else. He says they're false apostles. Not only that, they're not just false apostles. They're deceitful workers. He says they're masquerading as followers of Jesus. He says, no wonder Satan himself masquerades as an angel of light. Did you catch that? He's equating them with followers of Satan, people in the camp of Satan. And he's going to get real specific. Verse 15, it is not surprising then if his servants also masquerade as servants of righteousness. Their end will be what their actions deserve. Paul is saying these people that are coming up with these false gospels, and this is this is a really, really challenging thing to, to read because it has dramatic consequences in our culture. If, if we read exactly what Paul is saying here, he's saying these people that are calling themselves apostles that are leading you away from the gospel and the spirit and the teachings that, that Paul has given them, He's saying that they are not even super apostles. They're not just false apostles. He said they are servants of Satan, following in his footsteps, masquerading as servants of light. Now, here is the challenge with this. I fear this, but it is, an, it is too important to sidestep this. What I fear is, 
is, and I've seen this done far too many times, is that when we have conflict in the church, let's say we have conflict with the pastor or some leadership in the church or conflict with other people in the church, the the notion a lot of times is it's 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 to to demonize that person when when we we have that conflict because we don't like the way someone else is doing something or we don't like the way they're teaching something just something right something superficial the natural human tendency is to demonize that other person and that is not what Paul's talking about here. That is not, that is not this reality. That's not what the what he's calling these false apostles and people like that. That's a completely different thing. So what I don't want someone to understand from this and what we're saying here is that if if your pastor or your leader or someone else in the church does something you don't like, that well they're a they're a a, a fossil apostle and and they're masquerading as a, a you know. A servant of righteousness, but they're really Satan. No, 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 no. We we don't need to be that uncharitable with other believers in the body of Christ with us. What we are talking about, we are talking about people. And sometimes this is pastors. This is a very challenging thing. Very very often it's it's people who have online ministries or traveling ministries and I, I I get the irony here as I'm doing an online ministry thing here um, but there's just a lot of itinerant stuff and even sometimes pastors of, of various churches they want something they want honor they want money they want fame they want stuff they want something and so they're willing to be that guru where they promise you the stuff. They promise you the stuff. And this again gets quite challenging because, I mean, we can go through scripture and we can find what the Lord does like people to be healed. Jesus spent so much of his time physically healing people. He does like people to have money. He told the people when they go into the land, when the Israelites took the promised land, he's like, remember, I'm giving you the power to get wealth. He likes that stuff. I mean, look at the, the eternal city, Jerusalem. It's literally paved in gold. He likes nice things. So the, the challenge here is the nuance with all of these things, because my goodness, we can't just call anything we don't like Satan demonize it but my goodness when we see people trying to lead others astray with this with this lust for wealth and and stuff and things that the world is offering them we've got to call it for what it is but we've got to be careful with that that we don't lay that label on genuine servants of God we got to be darn sure that if we if we if we're calling this kind of stuff out that we are a hundred percent certain I mean beyond a shadow of a doubt 
more often than not, when I see people do this, and I, I see people do this all the time, they're they're not being careful with that. And so the fear that I have in these kinds of passages is that we misapply them to the actual servants of God. And I see that happens so often that they get misapplied to the actual servants of God. And then these false apostles, these people masquerading as servants of righteousness, they get the pass. May the Lord give us grace to lay our lives down for the sake of the gospel. We have so much greater clarity when we lay our lives down for the sake of the gospel. When we lay our life down at the feet of Jesus, it gives us great clarity. Not always perfect clarity. We'll mess this up. We'll struggle. We'll muddle through these kinds of interpersonal relationship types things. But we have so much greater clarity when we are not coming to the altar of church to get stuff. I pray that you and I will not go to church to be fed. But that we will go into the body of believers to pour out ourselves for them in the same way that Paul is doing it for the people of Corinth. May we emulate Paul with our lives, not what he's saying these super apostles are, where they're promising all of this stuff. I don't want to be a part of that system where there's someone promising the stuff and I'm going wanting to get the stuff. I want to be a part of the system that Jesus talks about where I take up my cross, my instrument of death, and I lay my life down and I follow him. That's what I want. I'm not saying I do that perfectly. But that's what I want. That's what I aspire to. That's what day in, day out, I want to pray that I'm doing and I'm growing more in. I don't want to be a part of the system where I'm like, man, I just want to go to church so I can get the stuff that I want and I want to go to the place where the person promises it to me. I want nothing to do with that and I want every single one of you watching and listening to me to want nothing to do with that. Because it is Satan. It is not Jesus. It is not the church. It is not the gospel. And it has permeated our church culture in the West. Again, be careful with that. Be gracious with that. But lay your life down for the gospel and you will see it. I'm sure you already see it. You already know exactly what I'm talking about. Don't use that to browbeat the true servants of God. Lift them up. Honor them. Esteem them. But keep your eye out for those fake gurus that would come along and promise you stuff in exchange for the true gospel of Jesus. For the 10-week Bible study, I'm your host, Darren Hibbs, and I can't wait to see you next time.
Hey, thanks for tuning into the 10-Week Bible Study Podcast. If you've enjoyed this podcast, would you consider leaving a review for it on your podcast app of choice? It really helps other people find out about this podcast, and my heart is for people to fall in love with God's Word. Thank you.